You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we're building a health and fitness resource by trying to answer a single question every week, just based on what we already know. Or maybe what we think we know. Then we bring in the world's leading expert to tell us what we got right and what we got wrong. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. I struggle because... There he is. Hello. Hello. This connect. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We need to we need to back up here for a second. We have uh, Kile on the podcast as well. I think I'm on here. Yeah. We're really trying to expand the female demographic. I mean, guys, this <laughs> has been a sausage fest. That's why you're for here, the dude. longest time. Uh, but no, no, Kyle, look at me. Face, uh, face towards the camera. Let me, let me Which take a camera? look at that stash. Uh, the the main one. one. Let me see you, bro. Uh, Kyle. I'm gonna give you a compliment. It's I handsome. actually really like it, man. I think it's very suiting uh, on you. Yeah, I wasn't even going for a good look. I was just I'm blue collar now. He's no, it's fully uh, changed into blue collar. Now. You don't know how stained his shirt is, Dude, and yeah, and old. what we don't know is with what. Yeah, yeah. Connor's not here. No, Connor's in the background, right? He's yes, behind the camera. He's actually here I'm on here, it. asshole. Cool. <laughs> right, so th- this is get- this is gonna be a Jerry Springer type of uh, uh, how do you call confrontation, Mike? Where like you're just gonna facilitate with Jim this reconciliation, yeah. and Kyle's like the proud dad to be like, look. My boy Connor has a lot of different uh, uh, potential possibilities. He's fu- he's just full of bib and vinegar. Just give him a chance, man. First thing Connor yeah. said when we said, "Yeah, everybody get on," he said, "I'm not gonna talk much." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hear him. I can I can hear uh, my boy. I think in the background, Connor laughing. I'm not gonna I'm talk here. much. I'm here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget, uh, Jim. How's the sound, man? Am I good? Like the light, whatever. I tried some bullshit. Yeah, he looked just fine. We're live okay, on Twitch, yeah. dude. All right, so don't oh, say anything live. weird. Uh, so I, okay, well, fine, fair enough. <laughs> oh, new script, weird, dude. Oh, okay. We're getting weird. All right, fine, fair well, enough. New I, I, script. We, we can always we can always talk more after we're not live anymore. Oh yeah. That's when the oh yeah. So what do you need from me, uh, my man? Like I got, I think I'm I'm good. I told Mike like it is what it is. My iPhone's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Some of us I'm get good. new phones sometimes. I don't know. Look, I don't have that YouTube money like you guys, okay? I've seen the new series. I've seen the rolling in it with the gym renovations. Wow. Or staining the concrete. Must be nice opening up a gym, Mike. I wonder what that feels like. Can you guys just go buy some Rascal t-shirts so we can maybe get Omar a new phone? That's all you we know, need. I, I was this close to being shirtless for this episode, not because I want to, but because I can't even afford my own shirts. You have to sell that um, one on eBay. <laughs> I'm open to sell this one sold afterwards. Actually, yeah. Yeah. This one's already yeah. sold. This one's going to a nice gentleman in Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly enough, it drives the price down. I was hoping it was going to drive it up, but it is what it is. We're in tough times, boys. I get it. It's actually signed on the back. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. They're going to send it out. No one wanted it, Kyle. So I just I had to remove. I said signed by Omar Esop, and no one bought it. So then I just removed that part, and it sold the cotton. Put case. a patch. Yeah. Are we live, Jim, or no? Oh, yeah. we're live. Oh, we're totally oh, we're, oh so, this okay, is all we're of it, live dude. on Twitch. Live yeah. on Twitch, dude. We're actually live on CNN. I forgot to tell you, Omar. We got a new contract. Yeah, yeah. That's... I just want to say, uh, Don Lemon. What an interesting name. Um, I think it's just. I think it's just truly tremendous how you guys diversify your content on CNN. You know, from COVID updates to uh, to COVID, the updates. coronavirus updates. Um, so basically, the infection rate of the new novel virus in America. There's a lot of different things being shown there. So. I'm glad to be on. Yeah, it's been a real interesting uh, couple weeks here. <laughs> yeah, dude. Same yeah. thing on Twitter, same thing on the news, same yeah. thing on the newspaper. So they five exist. months in now? Is that the story? I think we're five months in. <sighs> March 13th? That, well, in terms of quarantine, yeah, but yeah. in terms of like 
beginning to have a panic about it. Oh, for sure. February. But I think March 13th was at least California's oh shit bar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me and Connor were walking through the grocery store, (laughs) and a young college kid looks over, leaned over on his cart. Did you hear they closed the college? (laughs) 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 I swear it was out of a movie. Because me and Connor were like, we just kind of heard news. No, We're like, all right, well, let's grab some food. So we grabbed some frozen pizzas. Like, I don't know what's about to happen. I hear maybe a lockdown's coming in. Oh, I remember the frozen pizzas. (laughs) This kid looks at at me like a fucking uh, atomic bomb's about to explode. We're all dead. I was like, oh, fuck, kid. You're closing the college. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, it's getting weird. I got some frozen pizzas. It's like, okay, dude. Yeah. This is his struggle. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be his struggle for the rest of Bro, I can't. We all survived COVID. I'm like, you're fine. You're <laughs> in your house. You have AC. Yeah. Your parents are paying for your rent. This ain't it, player. Yeah. Real quick aside, I first actually got my first inkling of the big Rona after I visited you boys. Um, oh, I was so in San Francisco. Yeah, dude. So I'm not putting on the three of you sitting down, but there is some behind the camera that seemed to know a thing or two about what was going on before it happened, you know? Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say, uh, San Francisco, I was at the airport, and I noticed there was more people than usual wearing masks. And uh, people were kind of muttering, like, oh, like there's a thing happening. Because, of course, there was some news yeah. out of China. I think San Francisco is one of those hubs. So some people were cautious. I, I did notice, honestly, even in February, probably 5% of people had masks at the San Francisco airport. But the funniest part was after, remember, we were just like doing our thing. I think we had just a few late nights before I left. And so, you know, I'm a little under the weather. No big deal. Oh, no. But I'm in the airport waiting to board, and my ass is sneezing, and I shit you not, there was, like, Bob and Karen just turn and look at me after I sneeze. And, like, like just give me a, a one overlook, like, oh, my God, he has the Rona. Don't talk to him. He's going to die. Like, But they just, like, you know that subtle thing where people, yeah. they don't even know it, the sure. micro signals, where they go like this, like, they just move a little to the left, like, three inches? They were put on notice. They're like, we're going to die. Who's going to inherit our yacht? You know, it's a big deal for them. I understand. <laughs> it's crazy, though. Uh, San Francisco is, I don't know by stat, but I'd imagine maybe top one import, uh, not import, but uh, airport uh, from China, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. It's one of them, yeah. For, for at least sure. uh, like a commercial-style planes and stuff. And that city uh, is one of the uh, safe-ish is ones. It's safer than, yeah. Yeah, they're not doing bad. They're doing really well considering how many fucking people they have. Doing how, better than we are. Yeah. And, and we're how, not doing that badly either. No, and how, how condensed they are. And that airport is massive. That airport is massive. You guys keep talking. I'm going to run and see what the hell it was that was left, just left at my door. It's probably, if, it's ex- if it's burning poop, I'll be right back. Huh. Mac, Ooh, just, just keep going. Keep going. <coughs> so hey, hey, Jim. Yeah. Jim, I, want, I wanted left. to catch up with Jim, and now he's just <laughs> he going to leave, but it, it, it is what it is. He probably he yeah, was dude, talking no, about ordering whiskey earlier, so we're not really sure where he's going or where his Whoa. head is. Going. But it's been a yeah, it's dude. been a long couple weeks, buddy. I wish we could just do this all day long, but I know you're on a time crutch. The first topic I want to actually dig into that we've been digging into, me and Jimbo, um, yep. is just the future of fitness, and it's something you and I kind mm-hmm. of talk about off air and, and what we're doing business wise. Immediately goes his phone as soon as you start talking, Mike. It's just I fucked know. up, dude. It it's just disrespect. He's just like Mike's like, all right, a t- time to talk about oh, some dude. serious issues. I know, unless we're, the professionals here. unless we're talking about bikini girls, dude. unless we're talking about bikini girls, he just doesn't care. Uh, because <laughs> you train out a a, a, yeah. a niche style gym. You yes, and I sir. make internet content for the fitness folks for we a do. living. Um, yeah. But a lot of commercial gyms here are are filing whatever eleven bankruptcy. 
Chapter 11, yep. They're going down. Never read the book, but I, I know how the story I goes. I skipped it, went straight to chapter 12. Uh <laughs> What do you think is actually going to happen? Obviously, COVID is going to be around for a long time. Here in California, all our homies, our boy Ben, uh, some other people are adjusting as, as we do in business and as you do in life. Hopefully, again, you know, your house, COVID isn't an acid that's burning through our roof and we all have to go underground forever, right? Like, you can make do. And yeah. He just built an outside gym. He said, screw it. I'm going to go build an outside gym. It doesn't really rain here until December. Let's party this party. Um, not necessarily with COVID, but obviously COVID's playing a role. But I think more in my head is the... Uh, effect on humans and how their life is, right? The talk of everyone working from home now uh, and maybe staying that way that some of these big offices may close. Um, simple things. I don't know who it was, but someone, I think it was Casey Neistat, um, who has good perspectives on things, generally speaking. He was like, he's like, I don't know if movie theaters are going to uh, come back. He's yeah. like, I bought a cool TV and I just watched you know, a brand new movie for five bucks on my whatever. And he's like, I loved it. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to the movies again. Um, and I do think there's always, you know, Money to be spent on experiences, and some people love that. I love popcorn. Um, but, right, and so same thing with the commercial gym or a home gym, right? Equipment sold out left and right. People are working at home. You're doing chin-ups in a fucking tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, besides that, like, I know you want to get to a barbell, and you'll do whatever yeah. a barbell might do, but do you ever see your, your home gym experience, or, or do you need the community? What's the world need? What's best for the mm. people, Omar? Teach them. Huh. Mike, teeing off, my man. First, <laughs> let me just say, I'm honored to be back on uh, 50% Facts. Um, this is maybe uh, the third time. I Mike did tell me that essentially the guests that they had scheduled canceled, so yeah. I'm a substitute. Yeah. But I'll try and be that best substitute teacher, you know, the one that basically makes you do no work. You just got to dick around the entire class, the entire day. And they're like, wow, we really like that teacher. And only later you discover that, they did a disservice to you because you didn't learn on that day. So they actually held you back. Mm. But in the time, in the moment, it, it feels good. So, so you're yeah, watching that's... a video later and there'll yep. be a quiz. And, oh, and it's, it's that quiz where uh, if you, act, you have to read the directions all the way through and the only thing you actually have to do is put your name on the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. That's how Kyle got through high school. That is. It really is. <laughs> I hate it. No, he, Kyle just said I'm six five, and they're like, "Go right along, young man." Like, <laughs> You're headed for stardom. Yeah, yeah. Are you a star? Uh, he's like, "No, nah, dude. I just go to the side." He's like, "Well, you should be." Um, I'm, I'm still waiting. The, the moment that I can't wait, and I uh, do want that serious quick tangent, is because I know my boy's got skill. Uh, Kile is. I want Kyle to throw the ball right at me. Obviously, I'm gonna miss. But it's just, you know, it's like the uh, train like a pro, kind of that idea, Mike, we spoke about. We have a buddy that's a professional hockey player. So just like a day with someone who is quite skilled at something else. And to see, obviously, I think hand-eye coordination is not, a, <laughs> for powerlifting, there's not a huge requirement. <laughs> but just to see how some of those things vote over. Anyways, I just want to give a shout-out. What if you do it um, yeah. more uh, Happy Gilmore style and you have some protection on and he oh, just dude. pelts you in the head with it? I won't be liable. We're not, now we're unlocking a Pornhub category. You know what I'm saying? This is like we're getting into a fetish, uh, fetish uh, zone right here where it's like we're kind it. of pivoting. So I, I, I've been called a boomer recently because I made a Pornhub comment. And that might be because Mike, uh, browser's official, the person that runs it, oh. reaches out to me. Mike has seen this. It is what it is. But they're like, bro, uh, Pornhub is so, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, five years ago, it's all about OnlyFans. I'm like, damn, the internet's changing so fast before my very eyes. So is that a real thing? Might... No way. OnlyFans? Well, I know OnlyFans is a thing, but I yep. thought that, you know, I guess the difference in my head, and I've uh, not subscribed to any adult uh, stuff right. just based on budgeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That, 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 like, Pornhub 
to Playboy. Right. Yeah, and it would be more like a play like OnlyFans would be more like a Playboy kind of thing, right? Like yeah. pictures of like an yeah. individual rather than full, you know, Spider Man cucks my girlfriend video. That, thank you. And 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 only and OnlyFans uh, isn't free, and you can't argue with the price of free. No. And also, no. you know, I, I'm pretty sure yet on OnlyFans you can't watch a man get smashed by a car, which is kind of one of the categories I'm into. So then um, you can't find it. Yeah. Maybe you right. and I are the first ones. Um, I could turn the car, my E30 in, and I'll buy a truck, and then yeah. I'll wear a cute top, and I'll just Ooh. roll right over you. Bro, it's, look. Is it a cool don't talk, don't, yeah. don't talk about it. Don't talk about it unless we're going to make it happen, Mike, because I can't be let down like this. There's a brand new Ford Bronco everyone's real high on. Maybe I'll drive over you in that thing. Oh, crush me, bro. Crush me. That's that. Well, you know when people say "bought me," that's what's up. Yeah. Kyle's like, can we? Kyle's just thinking like, okay, I was here for the traditional family values. That's what I'm trying to bring to this podcast. And you guys are just here completely some left. different direction. Fork in the road with Matt. <laughs> so I will. I'll, I'll steer us back on topic, but not run over anyone. And I'll say I think the landscape honestly has changed and will change uh, irrevocably. I think uh, there's a very potential, strong potential possibility of this. And I say this because even niche gyms, so, you know, Mike, uh, we've both belonged to niche gyms for a long period of time. What do you get from an independent gym? You get better customer service. You get usually more equipment, a friendlier staff, friendlier members, a cohesive community, uh, maybe access to different equipment. There are many perks. The problem, however, is that the individuals that tend to join an independent gym are more dedicated, on average, I'd say, than your average gym bro, right? Ergo, therefore, they've already suffered through this. This, The uh, specialty boy, the specificity boys, they're like, squat, bench, deadlift. That's what I do. Like the person that you basically uh, did a caricature, Mike, in that video that we did. of like the IPF lad, you know what I'm saying? They've, they've had an existential crisis already because they're four months in. They've figured out, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to have a garage uh, in my uh, – am I going to have a gym in my parents' garage or am I just going to give up lifting? It's been 50-50. And any time there is a major change like this, right, where something happens, where it's monumental, it will change the landscape where even – I've noticed, once again, the YouTube fitness content, and this is no mark against Juji. I actually like uh, some of Juji Mufu's content, him, Tom. But I've noticed that some individuals, their views are down sure. on YouTube fitness. And that's because people, they don't have fitness on the top of their mind. And momentum's a very real thing. And there kind of was where all their gym knows. Uh, like 2015, kind of like, you know, the there's some sort of podcast you guys used to be a part of. Can't remember the name at, at the moment here. But 2015. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it was something, but I mean, all I know it, it started three guys. So I'm I'm on it again, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Three handsome boys. So here I am. Um, so 2015, we saw that meteoric rise of powerlifting and all that shit that happened, right? Uh, but what happens is sequential, it's additive. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, we hang out. Then we hooked up with the homie Barquan. Then Candido's getting you gotta, some like, shine. Not say hooked up because we were talking about driving each other with trucks. So like we hung no, out. So we, Hung yeah. Did, in did we ever, hung. Well, did we ever sleep in the same bed? No, we slept parallel, side by side. Head to head. The head toe. Yeah. No, remember I was you're in the cot, I was down below, and then Nigel took that photo where it's like the, the influencer life. Like everyone else is taking photos, Jim, of like, you know, there's fifty people, like whatever, in their mansion. Meanwhile, the mama's boys when we had the <laughs> we're podcast. In, a days like, in for twenty bucks <laughs> no. and me and Omar are on the ground. I'm on a cot that looks like it belongs <laughs> in full metal jacket movie. Oh no. <laughs> so you had to call I, down to the you had to call them like, can uh, we get a cot? Yeah, charge yeah, us five was, bucks no, extra. We, we had to budget yeah. it in. And we and we had to talk about that too. It's without that was a big like 
that was a big moment, Kyle. We were like, can we afford this shit? How <laughs> did essentially not eat breakfast, breakfast the next day? But shit. it worked out. Yeah. 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 So um, from all that time, momentum is built up. Connections are being made. And so I think it will return back to almost what it was, but it'll take some time. And you have to keep in mind, like Jim, Jim y'all are very smart people, but I know Jim thinks about these things as we had some of these conversations. That even restaurants, as an example, right? You have 100% capacity will yield, let's say, 30% profit or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you dip below for a restaurant, let's just say uh, 60% occupancy, it's impossible to turn a profit. So the business no longer can operate. And so the problem, even I think the statistic is in Sweden, where they're kind of doing that uh, a herd mentality. They're like, fuck the old people. Let's just kill them off quickly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people. And so they haven't closed uh, uh, businesses, but businesses are still down. So right. even when yeah. we lift the ban, so like people are like, like government, free us. I'm like, what are they? Hey, cool player. Like, we're going to free you, whatever. Uh, you can get after them. Businesses are still going to be below capacity because there's a fear, there's a concern, sure. there's all these things, right? I, I get it. I actually think it's quite understandable um, when we think outside of ourselves. And so once that happens, more businesses, Mike, are going to go under. But I think real quick to end this monologue, and you guys could probably talk about this, uh, Jim and Mike and TLA. There's a unique opportunity to be had for the passionate, independent business owner where it's like this. There's less entrance now into the market, so people are dropping like flies. The total demand might be lower, but the supply is also lowering. So there's kind of a weird opportunity to stand out then. So it's a smaller now demographic, less people are interested. But if you do it appropriately, like I think, for instance, uh, Third Street Bear Bell will uh, uh, do well. So I know you guys can talk about this. Yeah, you you made a good point of kind of the more um, committed people because uh, going to niche gyms, barbell gyms, strength gyms, or or even I would imagine, even though it's a little bit out of our bubble, like the yoga person or the Pilates person, the person that's willing to pay a buck fifty, CrossFit fits into our world for sure, willing to pay a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars for either a personal trainer, or a class, or a facility that fits their needs, uh, probably use the facility on much higher frequency than the person that pays nine ninety nine to go to planet fitness or something of like that, who is just checking off the box of, am I a healthy human? Am I, you know, the little consciousness that makes them feel better going to bed at night, but not actually using the gym. That's where yeah. I wonder how the niche and the niche gyms, hopefully uh, they, they have smaller ownership, right? It's typically a small group. It's not a big corporation. Yeah. It's an owner. So the profits go more directly to the employees. We're on that corporate system. Um, they really bank on people not using the facility, right? Right. They yeah. they bank on a subscription model that people don't use their facility because if every single member at Twenty Four Hour Fitness showed up at the same time, they wouldn't fit into the building literally. Yeah, and um, I think that <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people are are more reluctant to go back to a to a big facility. Uh, yeah. I, th- I mean the our 24 was open for you know a few days really what it amount to i think they opened on the 22nd and then they closed like almost before they got open but i thought about going but i don't know yeah didn't go i've trained at those style gyms for a very long time as well i've always had multiple memberships obviously it's like our career so you kind of either bounce around or you do what's convenient if i only have half an hour i'll go to the commercial gym that's by my house rather than going out to untamed which is a little bit further for me or whatever and even pre any covid rumor i would i'd bike i'd ride my bike there and then work out and then ride my bike home first thing when i came home i washed my hands because something felt kind of gross yeah. Like those handles just kind of feel gross on the machines. They kind of like they're yeah. sticky but not sticky. And I'm not saying they don't do oh, a yeah. good job of cleaning. I would never, you know, want to put that on them because they have cleaners and it seems like they do an okay job. But there's just so many people. It just mm-hmm. always kind of feels kind of yuck. Yeah. 
I think that's true. Yeah, but I, I mean, I like I said, I I didn't really. I mean, I thought about going back, but I didn't like. Eh, I'm gonna give it a little bit more time. Yeah, and a lot of people I think are thinking the same thing. It's like I don't know. I don't know what that environment's like. I mean, I I think that the kind of environment that we're hopefully going to be able to provide when we're able to open is a little more open air. It's not, you know, it's not like a canned air conditioning system that somebody was supposed to probably spend a million dollars filtering viruses out of, but they didn't. And it just, you know, it's easier to be uh, further apart because there isn't as much, um, it's just not it's not jammed with equipment the way way a commercial and gym what makes is. the building feel good besides our history there the building feels good because you feel outside all the time there's two there's three four huge roll up gates so when you roll everything open you kind of feel like you're outdoors you kind of feel like more like you're in like a huge canopy rather than you're even stepped inside where like most commercial gyms I've been at, it feels like you're in an office space and they just happen to throw a preacher curl in there for some reason. Uh, Omar, you've been working behind the scenes a little bit and you've been friends for a long time with the owner of Fortis Fitness. Yeah. And Toronto, I believe, as far as I hear, is moving into stage three, although a lot of Canada has already been there. I think the West Coast had been there a little bit earlier. Um, what's your predictions and how do you feel about people going back into uh, uh, your gym? Um, not that you own it, but it's your hometown. Uh, do you think people are going to hop right back in? Do you think people are going to be a little more hesitant? Fortis, I think, is a very unique gym um, in what Sean's done up there in terms of his clientele. Uh, I've been there tons of times for 12 hours at a time working with you. And uh, <laughs> something like like world record level uh, uh, powerlifters, um, pro pro bodybuilders, um, kind of soccer mommy walking-ish Lululemony style folks. Uh, I think you guys even have some fighters and stuff that roll through, yeah. weightlifters, uh, physical therapist type folks. There's kind of every genre um, that I can think of more similar to a commercial style gym um, demographically, except for the gym itself is more strength-based. So what do you think those people, and Canada, as crazy it is, they're so close to us, the mentality of a Canadian I do feel is a little different than generally speaking a lot of Americans. And obviously these are all broad strokes, but. Yeah. Uh, First, I think everyone's going to die. I think this is, so just before, yeah, just before I go on, I have a quick question. Kyle, how tall are you, bro? I don't know. I haven't like measured how, in a while. I hurt my back recently. Like, I think I lost a few inches in my spine, or something. Well, if we had a round up to the nearest foot, those inches round up to the nearest foot. He might be a seven footer. Bro, you're tall. Congratulations. That's awesome, man. <laughs> what the fuck, um, dude? I, <laughs> we can pull up his Twitter right now. It's good, dude. Omar, it's, no, we're, it's good. We're dude. gonna look at his. Have you looked at his Twitter? It's great. Dude. Omar's not, not much of a Twitter guy. Yeah, I'm not know. either. I think I've tweeted like twice. I've been on Twitter. I looked because there's a little trend going like, are you an OG? Like how you been there? I've been on Twitter over a decade. Yeah, I think I have. Damn. Too. Dude, that's old. That's when you know. If we, if we, Mike, if we scroll true. back, I I know we're not going to see anything controversial, but are we going to see any like bad opinions? Like, I'll probably... yo, that Kanye <laughs> album is the best of all time. You're like, yeah, that didn't age well. You'll definitely probably see some My Chemical Romance brown <laughs> faces and lyrics. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably, right. yeah uh, I, I didn't use it that much. Cause same now they have memories on Facebook. I'll I'll see some stuff and all of it's pretty pretty stupid. I'm talking about basketball yeah. or something dumb. Kyle's profile on Twitter. That's good, dude. Kale yep. underscore bro, if you guys want to follow him. Oh, Six, yeah. Omar's gonna yep. love this. Six, He's not five. going anywhere, but you can certainly follow him. <laughs> Six five. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, yeah. dude. Genetically no, superior. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it says? I swear. Is that his Tinder profile? Or yeah, is... I don't know. Oh, dude, that's Twitter, uh, dude. I don't know. Oh, he follows man. me, though. I do. <laughs> no, no, I, do. Oh, let's, let's I, I haven't updated that. I got to unfollow him real quick. You know, 
you know what uh you know kyle's profile photo has to be on tinder just him and his son connor side by side because <laughs> they'll show the clear height like he's that he's six five and that's all that needs to be said he doesn't even have to say like and then maybe your description just says yes i'm six five and it's a dungeon it's a rap bro they you are wearing the matching match- shirts today by the way yeah we are dude Right, so obviously Connor copied his older brother, but that it <laughs> no, is what dude, it is. I saw him first, and I was like, you know what, I gotta. Oh, uh, that's cool. No, you know, what, hey, Kyle, you know, what's super sweet about you guys. I must say, genuinely, oh you have a very healthy dynamic. But you actually, you you stand up for your boy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like a genuine older brother thing. Like I'll just joke around. I'll be like, oh, like isn't it's a cute photo of you too? And you're like, hell yeah, dude, that's my good buddy. Like I'm proud of him or whatever. Like, I'll just say something like you're like you're like pure older brother mode. You know what I'm saying? We're like. You basically will not let shit be talked about Connor, and I just love it. I, it's like super sweet. It's, it's, I wouldn't do that it, for anybody here. I would. I, mean, I, I would. I would, you wouldn't. I, I would. I would defend anyone. I remember. Here. You said I remember when I you and Mike I know, spoke. Dude. You're if not going to take Mike, care of me. I wouldn't. But anybody else. I re- would, that's maybe. what I'm saying. I remember some shit. Not like nothing crazy, <laughs> but like y'all were just like going after a little bit of Mike's place. I was like, if this was Connor, he'd be like, you know, right? Connor. I respect your opinion. <laughs> Let me think about it, and maybe I'll change my opinion. If it was Mike, he's like, man, you're you're trash, bro. Like get out of here. I'm like wow. Because Mike doesn't need his head filled up anymore. <laughs> I don't know if man, I told you all more, but Kyle and I quote. Mike, you are unlovable. I didn't, dude. I don't think I said that. I don't think I said that. That's what he told me. I'm sure it's live on Twitch somewhere. I think that's like a, uh, what's that called when it's like, you think something, like, what is it? The chocolate thing, but it's not spelled that way. What's that called? The, Mandela uh, effect? Mandela effect. I think that's what's going on So here. what did you say that made it? I don't think I said anything. I think I used the word unlovable one day. He said I'm unlovable. I don't remember it, man. Mike think, think, thinks those thoughts. And then yeah. here Connor is out of nowhere, the voice, <laughs> of, the voice <laughs> of reason. Hey, Where's Con- that I just want to just come out. Can, can Connor funny. hear me or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hear your dumbass. Oh, I just want him to know. That this is a this is a podcast about identity. I just want him to know that you know that we're getting after it. Um, the now, issue real, really real is with this entire podcast is yeah. that when Omar hangs, uh, he obviously lives <laughs> I don't know five thousand miles from us, but we're together yeah, for catching up. hours on time when we are together. You yep. like our relationship so different than probably anything that's ever happened in the world. Because when you're yeah. here, you live with us. And when we're up there, yep. we stay at Airbnb. And obviously, you and I have traveled forever. Uh, yep. And spent hourly. I've spent more time with you than most humans on the planet. Probably. Besides, yep. like, yep. immediate family. It's wild. And potentially me. Probably. Yeah. 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 It, it's, yeah. it has to be. In terms of podcast hours, work hours now, now and with the Whew. 3SB stuff. And then as soon as Omar can fly down here, he's sleeping oh, on yeah. the nice concrete we just made. <laughs> bro, I can't, I can't wait. That stained concrete. So, like, I won't answer because uh, something I'm trying to do a better uh, job of if, if I go on a tangent, I'll get back to the like question it. you asked. I do want to talk, though, uh, uh, Mike, about you, Jim, and also Kyle's opinion as an athlete of what you're looking for, obviously, when it comes to designing your dream gym, because that's a really unique opportunity for uh, Third Street hey, whose podcast is um, this? Who's doing the fucking interview in here, This dude? always like, happens just, with, with I, Omar. Like, I, I never promote... prepare for Omar because I know that, that he's got <laughs> yeah, questions. God yeah. Damn. Well, Jim, I was going to say that, you know, can I just promote your gym? Because I can Absolutely. tell that uh, from uh, from the superficial outsider perspective, and I just know uh, you guys uh, decently, I'd say, is that there's a, a clear intention. I think that's what different, uh, differentiates any passion project is the attention to detail. So I see that. So I, I do want to touch on that. So we're not going to let that escape. I'll briefly answer just about <laughs> Toronto. I would say that uh, Canada in uh, short the all levels of the government are essentially working together so people understand like kind of like stay at home whatnot as such um besides essentially toronto and i think quebec phase three uh, is has happened all over 
phase three will be happening where people can go back to gyms in Toronto, probably inside of the next two weeks. Um, I could say that Sean is a fantastic example. Sean is the individual that owns Fortis Fitness. He's just one of those individuals that uh, puts everyone before him. And it's something that it's just so immense to see, like his, the, uh, his members, all these things. There, there are other members. I'll, I'll give you an example. Other gyms, like we're talking in Toronto, bougie, you know, gyms. Like, oh, like, we love our members. It's like, you know, whatever. We're on hard times. So if you want to donate whatever, Sean's like, hell no. I'm asking for no money. I'm just eating this. Not only that, it will be revealed. And it's cool. Like this is live because like Sean's been working on it and he did make the update. Sean's one of those guys, and this is the concept of anti, being anti-fragile, so anti-fragility, and being robust as a human being. When he's faced, when you kind of poke him or push him, he's going to get stronger. And what I mean is that when this happened, and he's like, all right, I got to shut down the gym. This is my main income stream. He's like, you know what, man? I wanted to build a second floor mezzanine for the last seven years. So, like, basically, as Mike knows, there's a second floor of Fortis. He wants to build this super long catwalk that's an extra 1,000 square feet dangling from the rooftop. He's like, let's do it. So, he's been planning this over the last few months. He's implemented it. There are only about 90 moving parts, building permits, uh, inspectors, the, the engineer, the concrete layer, like, all these things. And he's done it. Like, it, it, it will open when Toronto gyms open. He will have added 1,000 additional mm. square feet in Toronto. And so I think Sean is an example, like you guys, of the attention to detail. And he wants to build it for athletes. Like, once, and what you said, Mike, it's like, why people join Fortis? It's like, you might not be an athlete, but if you are, we got you covered. Yeah. And so it's kind of one of the cool in things. Like, oh, it's like a strength gym that has everything. So it's going to be for uh, sprinters, uh, any any uh, players of any sports activity, MMA activities, they can run on it. But that clear care for his members exudes in every single action that he does. So people then want to reciprocate that. And that's not his goal. It's not like, if I help you out, you know, more uh, reciprocity, you're going to help me out. It's just part of his nature, right? No. And so I think the unique opportunity for businesses is how can they better serve their existing members? And that's like some of the alarm signals I saw. It's like, yo, let's do like a GoFundMe for uh, my gym. I'm like, bro, you're rich. Like, you're, or it's like, hey, like times are tough. I get it. Like everyone has to eat. We're going to raise gym membership prices. I'm like, ooh, it's like everyone's losing their jobs. And now you're going to go from like a niche gym to even more of a niche gym. So that stuff's tough. Uh, I'm curious though, like you guys, I, I see like even that's why I joked about the stained concrete, that level of uh, attention to detail, the amount of Bob Seeger that I can't help but feel that obviously uh, Kyle had an influence on, the amount of Bob Seeger being played in the gym. I see with you guys what you're doing. So I actually think, you know, Third Street doesn't matter when it opens, that I think that you can't compare yourself to the competition when you already have a differential advantages. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so too. And 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 like shout out our boy Alan, who's a, 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 I think another owner that puts everything into what he does is like, yeah. and it just takes a hair of creativity. You know, you said attention to detail. It's just a hair of creativity. I think Alan, same thing. He checked with his members because I'm a member there. When everything's going, he's like, hey, you know, this and that can't really work out. But if you, you know, want to uh, rent my equipment, just take my equipment. So I think he just gave members that kept their membership. He just sent them home with barbells and plates um, and things of that nature. Just ways to work around what's happening and to provide for your members um, rather than, yeah, like, leeching off your members i guess for lack of a better term yeah um i will say that uh when this idea came up about opening a gym it was it, this building was not available at that point but we thought wow how awesome would it be to like close our circle and go back there and whatever and now that we have it 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 doesn't feel like the old place to me at all what it feels like is where we're going 
like I picture where we're going with it, and um, I didn't know like from the moment that we got the keys and walked in the door the first time, we're doing it differently than it's been done there before. And we're doing it differently than everybody else because this is, I mean, what we're driven to do. Like, I mean, um, every time that somebody asks you for your, for your opinion on something, they're, um, they're expecting that they're going to get a, a unique point of view. Business is kind of the same way. <coughs> And this reflects our own um, our own thoughts and feelings and and aesthetics and all of that. Uh, and I mean, it's we're still developing it as we go along. But it's like, does that feel right? Is that something yeah. that's going to going to going to work well for members? And how do we feel being there? You know, I mean, what what about the place appealed to us in, initially? How do we bring that forward? So that when people walk in, they 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 feel the same thing that we felt in, in a very different gym. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a motto that uh, has come up at least in my head, and I think I talked about it on, uh, maybe on Twitter, and then I mentioned it to the boys, and it may become you know some something part of our philosophy, but a way to like respect tradition while evolving culture, evolving the game. Well. Yeah. Raw powerlifting, our past, strength and conditioning in general. Um, the owner of uh, these gym, the the original gym, Omar, uh, another tie that you don't even know, the world doesn't know, they started at Chip Conrad's gym. Whew, you know what cool. I mean? So they, yeah. they trained under him for a while, and then they opened this facility, and, and all of our friends were Ben where I met Ben, our buddy, where I met Abs, Brian, a buddy we interviewed. Like, everybody was all under this own roof, so it's all kind of this... It really was, like, the stew that started kind of mm. Northern California fitness in it's a way. It's kind of an incubator in a way. It 100% is. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think on, like, the surface level, what the plan is is to provide a place that anyone like-minded wants to get better can get better. Um, I think it'll be barbell-based. Uh, obviously, our background's a lot in powerlifting, but strength and conditioning as well. Kyle played pro sports. Connor likes weightlifting, played golf. I dabble in everything, and my background was, you know, coaching some athletes in the forefront. Um, but how can we provide a space, honestly, that's just never been done before visually and then functionally would be a barbell space for, like, I guess the power builder. You, the, me and you, really, Omar. You know, like, when I think yeah. of a gym that I want to train at, there isn't a lot of them that, like, fit exactly what I would want to do. Not only – there's there's very few that would – fit what I want to do and then there's probably none that fit how I want it to look if that makes sense you know what I mean yeah. where, where yeah. Barber Brigade love Barber Brigade love Bart go there smash weights love that and that's probably one of the closest to what I would my dream gym if you'd want to call it or Fortis Fitness even I go in there like dude good vibes yeah. good music good people everyone's getting after it all the equipment you can absolutely imagine of dream function for sure um, but then adding style which actually if I you know if we're getting honest here therapy sessions mm. on the podcast because the whole team's there it was probably my biggest worry going into business <clears throat> with Jim and, and even the boys have been part of every single step i was like all right man i'm there's going to be certain places i'm going to fucking lay my foot down and this is going to have yeah. to be this way and luckily enough i don't think there's been any not that we haven't compromised but i think everyone's been on the same page with everything uh yeah. and, and and everyone you know or 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 you'd see it like nah maybe and then kyle would see like well this and this You're like oh, okay and the means you'd be like yeah okay 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 you know whatever it might be the light bulbs we want or the fucking stain color or the this goes here or this goes there yeah. or what kind of people or what front desk or just like little details again that build up the branding and aesthetic i think our cores were always and maybe it's because our cores were always aligned mm -hmm. we knew what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it it's just the attention to detail i think i was personally surprised how easily that all kind of came together um so long story short uh respect and tradition barbell based gym 
fit for anybody that wants to get better. Um, we're not going to have a thousand treadmills in a row, but other than that, no, if you get a little bit, probably of, any, yeah, probably none. No. Uh, but if you have any cre- no. sense of creativity, you're going to find a way uh, to improve yourself, and it's all going to be based around doing it uh, with people you want to be around. Uh, good company yeah. is our main slogan, and we want to be around each other, and that's why. I was texting my mom this morning. She's like, man, I'm so tired. I was like, oh, what's up, mom? Because she's painting one of her bedrooms. I was like, well, I can come paint it. Like, I just painted 60. Yeah, I said I painted 6,500 square foot with these guys. And I I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, it's 105 degrees. 105 degrees. 6,500 square foot plus of 12-foot walls. I was like, yeah, mom. Like, I'll come paint your little dinky shed. (laughs) cake now. Yeah, you, you know, I was going to say uh, real quick is that one, I'm just curious uh, what you said, Mike, where you said some tough choices had to, uh, you know, be made is how Connor dealt with the fact that a Topo Chico vending machine wasn't going to be installed. I know there are many sacrifices by so, everyone, but I know you, Bra- Brazzers, yeah. Brazers, I don't even know how to say it, follows you. Yeah, My but, follow mm-hmm. of the month. Oh, Topo? Topo Chico, bro. <laughs> Topo no, bro. Chico. Make a Topo Chico, hey, <laughs> 50% facts. Sponsored by. Chico. Ooh, when you need dude. cool, refreshing mineral water. So, uh, <laughs> but Mike, what, what I wanted to say real quick is just I think this will finally be, and I can relate because, you know, we have hung out a long time. I think, one, you're a very good judge of character. So it makes sense that the individuals you interact with, that it's not a problem, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you gather three, four individuals in a room, there's going to be differing opinions. True. But just the fact that you guys can work through things, I think that speaks, one, to your character. But I also think that this is going to be one of the clearest ways for you to finally be able to truly express your voice via, obviously, the artistic choices that you make in the creation of Third Street Barbell. Yeah. Where, you know, so, some of the uh, words can kind of sound, not nebulous, but when we talked about that, where you said, like, I've never really identified with a particular gym. Or, like, you know, yes, it's barbell based. It's or worse, not a powerlifting gym. Until someone, it's kind of like the concept, I, I think uh, it was Nassim Taleb that said this, that in the Iliad, when they used to describe several thousand years ago, different colors, they actually, purple wasn't a word, right? So even in uh, ancient Greek. So they would say wine dark, like the sea is wine dark. So until you invent that concept, until you're able to crystallize it, everyone's kind of living in a certain level of ignorance. So when you talk about these things, people can try and approximate it and conceptualize it. But when they see it, finally, the finished product, it's a, it's an aha moment. Yeah. Two things I want to say real quick, and I do want to get Kyle's opinion on this as an athlete, as an A-F-F-L-E-E-T athlete about uh, kind of third street. I just want to give a quick shout out also. I think it's obviously so wise for multiple reasons to also have uh, a gym in the mix. Again, for multiple reasons, but as a small kind of uh, uh, encapsulation of what I'm talking about, Jim, uh, when we visited at the Arnold and we hung out, so Mama's Boys, we're trying to make it, we're hustling, we're in this like dingy, it's smoke filled, it's like 20, uh, 20, 30, 40 years of secondhand smoke, they haven't washed the bed sheets, it's probably 100 square feet, we have to shower together, I'm sleeping next to Mike. Um, so time and then Jim had like a dope ass Airbnb. Then, thank you. Did, yeah. So Mike, let's, let's, let's <laughs> We're like, hey Mike, Jim, let's... come on our podcast. And we went to this piece of shit hotel. And Jim's like, you want to come on ours? Like, yeah, man, we'll go on your podcast, yeah. Jim. And then he's in this fucking sick fucking loft. <laughs> no, no. Jim, Jim's in a right, mansion. It, it's like a place. Like if there was a place to take someone back to and be like, yeah, so I'm staying here. It was Jim's place. <laughs> yeah, you was, know, like I, I would be, I would be ashamed if someone came back to our place. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, so this is spot. Nigel, like, do you guys mind hiding in the closet for an hour? Like, where Jim's like, let me give you the tour. It's two thousand square feet, and this just speaks. And I'm not saying like, you know, Jim's well to do or anything, but just being a grown ass man, he probably thought to himself like, I'm gonna be at the Arnold. 
Let me book five months in advance. I guarantee he probably paid less than our dingy one-bedroom hotel. But that just speaks once again to Jim's character of having his shit together. First, <laughs> I was just like, all right, boys, like it's going to be, you know, what, what are we going to eat today? Uh, yeah, right. uh, yeah. I, uh, I remember just knowing that there were not a lot of hotel rooms available downtown, yeah. number one. And number two, they were super expensive. And so I think that what I got was pretty much on a par with getting a hotel room down there it was just i was a really nice airbnb but i've stayed in like i've stayed in similar loft airbnbs a number of times by myself and it just feels amazing (laughs) it's like oh yep yep i i like this This is that i don't like to be uncomfortable i'm sorry i just i'm too old to be uncomfortable i don't know why omar and i have the weirdest and maybe worst airbnb really bad we have a history so, and let's talk shit on them for a second because you and i have no. a bad history i think they're the no. biggest ones under fire for doing this GoFundMe stuff when their business is failing they they were oh. under scrutiny i think last week they tried to do a GoFundMe like hey airbnbs aren't doing so good uh mm. you guys want to just send us money like no dude fuck yeah. you you never sent no. kaizen money for no reason fuck you airbnb and you got us a- almost arrested in manhattan running an illegal oh, uh, airbnb and brothel, bro. we, didn't, we didn't even know we're in a brothel our, our boy else was going to be put out of pasture put out <laughs> as a stud to make money for us like we had a knock on the door this is a true story we stayed in new york at this place yep. and basically in new york you're not supposed to rent uh condo whatever there's a rule you're not supposed to do it but some people do it anyways on airbnb and so they did it, and we had an officer knock on our door. I believe and, they like, told uh, Omar, uh, hey, yeah. someone might knock. It's just security. Just ignore yeah. it. So I think yeah. we ignored it. 6 a.m., like a <laughs> like a fucking cop knock. And we're in Manhattan. We're jet, at least I'm jet-lagged as shit. It's a little bit similar yeah. Omar time. But it's like 5 in the morning. And then there's a note saying a, a Manhattan New York NYPD on our door. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Mike, Mike, another quick memory, and then I do want to get uh, Kyle's opinion about the gym. <laughs> Holy shit, do you remember when we... Uh, so, funny Toronto memories that time. Now it'd be three years ago with Alberto Nunez. Yeah, yeah. But where I rented... So, this is actually super funny. I can share this because I guarantee this uh, person, she does not listen to the podcast. Uh, she's like, actually, I'm the number one fan. I'm intensely disappointed <laughs> with you guys for talking about this. But remember, it was rent a house. So, right. we rented for Kaizen a house. It was a nice house. Really and nice. that was actually the trip, too. That once again, Alberto, what a stud. There's another influencer, I'm going to say, in quotations, <laughs> that try to hit on this dude's girl like while he was downstairs. There's a lot of content. things that happened to Alberto. Another one tried to take him to lunch real that, aggressively. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like just, <laughs> just, just some crazy stuff. But if you remember, Mike, we're talking shit because I said this house is nice. Like da, da, da. I forget what I said. Anyways, turns out that the Airbnb host... There's a little like trap door to the basement, and yeah. she was staying in there, There's a and Harry we didn't Potter know. Door. She was underneath Bro, us it, the whole time. Yeah, the, the boy who lived, <laughs> and I forget what we said. We like nothing, nothing like offensive. No, but it's like, oh, there's a real nice house. Like, uh, I want like what, like probably sells drugs to have this house. Like, we're just like sure. you know, just like just joking around. And the way that she responded to one of my requests after, let me know. Like, it's just it was a little passive aggressive. And said, oh, like, yeah, if you guys are going to be working late, like, I, you guys were working until one uh, twenty-three last night. Like, if you guys can keep it down. Oh, and then I just put two and two. I'm like, oh, she's in the basement. I was like, oh, that's. Uh, yeah, that's and like I the, think there was a car. The driveway was in the backyard, which was kind of weird because it's like a metro yeah. uh area. Yeah. And the car was yeah. there one day, and then it, like, wasn't there, and then it was there again. And we're like, where, where the fuck is she? And we all were at the house. I'm like, when are you coming? Like, we've never <laughs> seen you. <laughs> It was a little weird. Yeah. Uh, we've had multiple. So, I don't know why everyone... Yeah. 
they're you know what they are they're they it, this is the truth and they're not traumatic experiences but they're bonding experiences <laughs> they are. when you go through certain things together yeah, the, like manhattan one, one, the manhattan one yeah. then to continue it is, i felt bad for you dude that, i was scared it was bad. yeah i was scared was of the bad. pd stuff yeah. and then and then and then we're just like fuck it let's get out of this thing like it wasn't that nice to begin with and it was kind of expensive so we literally just packed right. up we were there for another week and we just started rolling around like Times square with our bags looking <laughs> all, all fucking weird trying to find a hotel in the middle of the day no mike pause bro because we go down memory like i could make this like a three-hour podcast where everyone's like it's just guys friends talking to one another i'm like you guessed it remember no afterwards this is so funny it's like a scene out of the movie we decided like remember because we had our crew we had to pep them up and like poor little like else is getting a little hungry and i could tell like the morale's like going down of everyone because we got kicked out we don't know where we're going to be we're trying to book into another hotel. it is cold it's like the dead of winter yeah uh, and so what we did is we went to a restaurant like one of those in, in a Times square like one of those places iconic places that people stop by like a, a new retro restaurant that's yeah. been around for 70 years and we all sat down and we had a, a meal together remember we splurged on the boys we we're like whatever you guys want like because we're like trying to make everyone feel better you want a milkshake like, little dimmy <laughs> i remember him with like just the ketchup the amount of ketchup he put on his plate and like my man stressed out we're just, <laughs> like, just the amount that he's heard, like you can tell him this subtle like can't let go you just can't let go of it dude he's just like and i knew i'm, I'm not gonna say the person but i knew like the person that's used to eating a lot of food like didn't finish their food i'm like hey honey like you're done with that like you want to eat some more like so mike we're trying to do our best because like, we invited everyone here and everyone's stressed out but boy you did a good job mike yeah it happens it happens ask yeah. kyle's question yeah. he's six kyle. five and genetically superior so. yeah, yeah genetically superior um that's never just blessed blessed to be here um Talk us through then, uh, Kyle, because you do come uh, to be serious for a second from a serious athletic background. And for you, maybe a gym setting is an accessory to what you used to do. You know what I mean? And this is, again, people don't, they can't conceptualize this. Where we had, we saw an Iron Culture, Phil DeRue, who's like an MMA strength coach. And people are like, oh, yeah, like whatever, like GPP, bro. That's just a word. Like that's just a term. Like it really means nothing. So I'll build a squat bench. Yeah, look, genuinely, for a large swath of the population, that the barbells and assistance movement is not like, I'm going to stay here for 10 hours. So can you just talk to me about what you look uh, for when it comes to a gym as someone who uses it to enhance their performance? And then just also from your own personality, like what you want to bring to the table when it comes to Thursday. Because I think Mike's spoken about it in his videos, a gym we get a sense of, we hear about respecting uh, tradition. So I just want to hear your opinion, man. Um I would say first and foremost, like if, if you're going into any, like if you play basketball, baseball, whatever, I don't think you're going into a gym looking just for, okay, do they have a squat rack, a bench press, and do they have bars laying around? You're looking for accessory movements mainly, stuff like that. Obviously, you want turf, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think the main thing is people like me, didn't I didn't learn about lifting. I didn't really care about lifting too much when I was playing because I was more like, oh, dude, I just want to throw a ball. Um, no. I think it's the assistance and the coaching that is very, very – um, overlooked at how bad it is. And that's like, uh, these guys are like, they're the top of their level in professional sports and they don't know what they're talking about. Like me looking back, I mean, I was 17, 18. I was like, okay, I'll just do this thing on a BOSU ball while balancing a ball in my left hand. It's just stupid ass shit. And it, right. and it, it's taken for granted. And they're just like, oh, this is the way it is. That's just the way. It, and it's so stupid. And then I come like, talk to you guys and I talk to like other like, guys that know what they're talking about i could just you could just tell that you could just see the numbers and it's uh, it's a 180 it's a complete different 180 because you can take your approach because uh, there's a lot of ego involved and i'm sure there's egos with coaches too and stuff or anywhere professional trainers um but 
they know how to take like guys like you, Mike, uh, Jim. Like you guys know how to take uh, an individual and if they're sports specific, and you can work with it. And you're like, oh, well, clearly your la- your hips are really soft or they're weak or whatever. We need to get your hips stronger. Versus those guys, they 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 don't want to do that. So I would say going back to the point, um, I'm looking for everything. You're looking for all around. To be honest, I'm I'm looking for obviously a squat, bench, deadlift uh, alongside cable work a lot of uh for me personally it was a lot of shoulder stuff bicep stuff bicep stuff yeah yeah. Dumbbells, dude. Yeah, just, yeah yeah stuff like that but yeah no it it's really funny like you can go into it for forever talking about how dumb some of these guys are but also how good obviously some of them are really 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 good but some of them man are so stupid like they're so stupid looking back at them like why did we do that they didn't teach me how to right. squat they're like no man just keep your heels on the ground. I'm like, what the hell? Like, this feels very uncomfortable. Like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm 17. I'm like, I don't know how to squat like properly, just stuff like that. So, I mean, it kind of, you know, maybe not like lifting too much right away. And then I started seeing real stuff and I was like, Oh damn. But yeah, I think having, I I think it's cool going into a gym and seeing variety of just even people doing their own thing. You walk and see somebody doing sled pulls and then you see somebody pulling 800 pounds and then you see somebody else, I don't know, jump roping in the corner. I'm like, Oh damn, this is sick. There's everybody's doing yeah. everything they want here, so, but yeah, mainly that man, I would say, but yeah. Good lord, my phone's ringing. I don't know why. Hello, first time caller. Hello. Yeah, exactly. Is the caller there? First time, long time. But yeah, that's mainly. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. A lot of dumbasses out there that are unrecognized. I like how Kyle gets real quiet, like after. He's like, just like. It, it just angers me, and I'm like, I, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm like, yeah, these guys are so dumb. Like it just yeah, and they they're abusing like kids. Honestly, kids that have potential to throw a hundred, they could throw yeah. really hard, and they're just making them do Bosu ball, one legged, all this dumb shit, and they're getting hurt or whatever. Yeah, it just sucks. I don't know. With athletes, I think sometimes the most important is is knowing what to not have them do. Yeah, because it doesn't yeah. contribute. Just don't don't yeah. do things that don't contribute. And then that obviously mm-hmm. that's something silly that doesn't contribute at all. But mm-hmm. you know. No, I know exactly what you mean. Bench press is not great for a lot of athletes. Um, yeah, we don't we didn't bench press at all mainly, but that came from the higher ups that were actually the smart yeah. people. They're like, no, pitchers are not going to bench press. We would do dumbbell presses, yeah. and it would be angled inward like that. Right, we would never right. be opened up. I think but, uh, Kyle talking about ego is a big thing with coaching in general or anyone everywhere, and, and we see it in powerlifting too. So it's not like powerlifting is a thing of its own, but um, there's always someone trying to prove a point or prove their knowledge or prove their strength. And when you're a strength and conditioning coach. If they can somehow put on their Instagram that they brought Omar's vertical from 30 inches to 40 inches, they're going to be the god of vertical jump all of a sudden or yeah. or, or claim it that we did it. Man, I'm coaching Kyle for six months now, and we now throw 100. Yeah, yeah we're throwing 100. Fair. Like That's what they want, um, and that's just the human issue. And That squicks me out so hard. Yeah, it's yeah. a big pet peeve of mine. It happens in powerlifting again, like anything else. Like, yeah, me and me and Omar, we just won IPF Worlds. Like, oh, I don't know if we did. No, Omar did a lot of work, and I just kind of wrote some <laughs> numbers on a paper for him. Yeah, you're a great athlete, actually, who was already a star player, right. uh, managed to skier that W, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's very uh, – it's overlooked, I'm telling you. a lot of. I mean, you guys see it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You see, like, okay, why the hell is this guy making him do this? But – in the real world, I mean, in like the professional world, like that, you, you wouldn't even think. You would think like, oh no, they're the best, obviously. Like they, they're they're with this. They do. No, they're. It, it's not good. It's not good. But I mean, yeah, I mean, mainly that's what it comes down to. But mainly, yeah, man, just general lifting. Honestly, it's cool to just see everybody kind of lifting from all walks of life. I think in a gym yeah. aspect. Yeah. 
No, I think I think creating a welcoming environment. I think, uh, Mike, did you talk about it in a video or did you just tell me privately or no something? Way. But it's like basically the, the like the carpet or when you walk in, it's like leave leave everything behind. Yeah, yeah. Worst I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do a rug. You just spoiled the whole world. We're I'm thinking sorry. about doing a. We're thinking about doing a rug. Uh, Damn it, Omar. Uh, that says like leave it My outside. Last time appearance on uh, <laughs> the yeah, spoiler God, alert up here. Uh, yeah. yeah, some something to the nature of yeah, leave it outside yeah. or leave it here. Um, and I think for me. On a personal level, it's like leave my stress, leave my issues. And a lot of people, right, they iron is therapy. Uh, so you're like, you know, ignoring whatever taxes you have to deal with or, uh, you know, you just got to fight with your boyfriend or whatever it might be. And now you can kind of lift and, and recenter yourself. Um, but in, I think in today's now an age, and also this is something, uh, again, respecting the, tr- the tradition of what happened at the gym before is there is people from all walks of, of life there. Um, and it, it'll be on us for to kind of regulate the respect uh, from human yeah. to human um, as things heat up in our sad, sad world. But uh, people from different political worlds or backgrounds or, or hopefully we're going to find some ways to allow people from um, different, um, you know, uh, I don't know another term than class, but like middle class, lower class, people with different incomes uh, levels uh, yeah. to allow to train social stratification. Yeah. Yeah. No. Try, try to find different ways for people to be a part of something bigger than themselves, which means a community. Um, yeah. Something I uh, mean. In a true it, sense, Mike. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and it's lost. And uh, I heard a quote uh, over the last couple of weeks here in Sacramento where someone said, we have we have too many neighborhoods and not enough communities. Uh, right. And that that struck a chord with me. I was like, "Yeah, man! Like growing up, I knew one neighbor growing up, and we kind of played together. But definitely now, and and lucky for you and I that we have like a string through the internet, and we met through the internet, and that's our community. Um, and we just yeah. built our own, you know, with our friends, Alan and and the boys here and whatever. But a lot of people don't have that in real life. They maybe have their spouse and their kids. Yeah. Maybe they're part of a kind of a club. Um, but I think a lot of people." in their 20s, 30s and 40s as soon as they as soon as they like leave a college sport or a frat or a class they don't really have a community. Do you have guys you kind of work with? Yeah, um, yeah maybe yeah. I go golfing with John every once in a while or something. But they, they don't have a community yeah. or a core that that kind of has their back, um, regardless of, of of what our wallets say, what our what our ballot says, what our religion yeah. is. Mm. Well, and that, Mike, yeah, oh, go ahead, Jim. Sorry, I think you're kind of getting into a point too uh, that we were talking about earlier with um, the decision making. It's like there are only certain things that are absolutely critical to me. Yeah. Uh, you can get to an end result through a lot of roads. And I went into this thinking, well, there are certain things that I I absolutely want the final product to look like and feel like or whatever. But the road to get there can be based on somebody else's ideas some of the, some of the time or a lot of the time or whatever. Or we just kick things around. We yeah. just say, well, well, this is an issue. What do we do with this? And and other things, if I feel really strongly about them, and they're small, I just fucking do them and yeah. everyone's fine. It's yeah. not, you know... It's it's not a big deal. I changed out all the outlets in the in the building because we I felt were like it was pissed. necessary. They, and we were pissed. Like, oh wow, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like, you know, I didn't want to burn the building down, and you know. oh, so pro- probably a pretty good idea. Um, just one <laughs> quick thing I want to say is that I, I think it's just human nature to want to belong. So to create a welcoming environment, uh, a place for people, and that's why you'll notice oftentimes that gym cultures uh, get a little clickish, and it could be a little homogenous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there, there's a certain identity that then gets crystallized, right. where it's like this is a gym once again for powerlifters. And so that's mm-hmm. like when you speak in very general terms, Mike. Like I actually understand you completely, and that's something that Affordance basically uh, does 
intentionally, but not in your face. And I think what uh, Third Street will be able to do. And let me just share a quick uh, Mike story that has been shared online. And it's a Toronto story, Mike. Oh, man. Uh, real quick, just Mike being a uniter. I do think Mike is someone that, you know, there, there are people that are like, I want everyone to get along. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, what is that? What, like, let's examine that. What does that even mean? We're, yeah. uh, uh, we're, we're implying that there's two sides here to every coin. Like, is that what we're saying, dog? Like, and then there's yeah. a third side, the right side. Um, I think being able to be someone to unite individuals through a common love of something can be powerful. And I actually remember in Toronto, which is a, a, in general a very, very peaceful city, we're walking in the beaches, oh, man. and uh, there's these two drunk dudes, and we're chilling as you, me, Alberto, um, and a few others. And these two, uh, two or three uh, drunk dudes, were just like being kind of belligerent. You know, they were quite intoxicated. It was a summer day. It was quite crowded. And they just started being like, once again, the guy like whipped out his wiener. Like he was going to like pee on like the public, like just like really uh, in the sand <laughs> yeah, in front of kids or whatever. And I actually remember what is funny because we just stood there like myself and Mike, like we're obviously going to uh, uh, interject here, make sure like nothing bad, not that anything terrible is going to happen. But again, being belligerent, yelling, causing a scene, whatever. This is like a very family friendly, friendly environment. But remember, Mike, my God, there was this little kid. Uh, not, so he was actually probably our age, but he was like five foot four. He had this like huge curls, like this uh, uh, like little bushy hair, and that's all I remember because his hair is like blowing in the wind as he runs. And he's like, "Do you want me to call the cops? Do you want me to call the cops?" Like he just ran up like to them, and he's like, their shadow is just like uh, you know completely overshadowing him, and he's engulfed by it. And he's like looking up at them, and like he the guy's trying to make a point, and they're just looking at him like you're an idiot. And then Mike's like, "Hey, yo, like whatever, like uh, we don't need that, like y'all, like basically." I think, uh, I think Mike, he shoved. Mike stepped in. I think he yeah. shoved one of them. So I think I, I if right. I remember correctly, one of the dudes was pretty yeah. big, like not muscular, yeah. but he was like six three, and he's arg- exactly and, and the one that's trying to whip out his wee wee. And uh, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Like the kids, must- the kids, a hundred pounds less than him. Like yeah, it's, it's, someone it's got David shoved. I just remember someone got yeah. shoved, and we were like just about to leave, I think, too, because they were kind of like cursing each other, like "You get out of here, you drunk!" Like "You get out of here, little guy!" And they're just yelling, yelling, yelling. And then someone shoved somebody or something. Oh, shit. Uh, and I just I don't like seeing people get shoved. <laughs> like big old hey. drunk dude. Yeah, so I said, "Stop it!" I was like, "You stop!" <laughs> okay, hey, me and my friend Omar are gonna come beat you up if you don't do that again. <laughs> Yeah, and I said, I said, we got Alberto. It's like he's gonna put a open a can of whoop ass on you. But no, but 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 Mike, but Mike uh, jumped in. Um, on the, in that moment is what I'm saying is that it's uncommon once again in the amount of people that are there. Let's say there's a hundred people within whatever, like a a, a fifty foot vicinity is quite crowded. You know, there's three drunk people. If you quickly just unify five six individuals yeah, together, yeah. you're overpowering them. You know what I mean? Um, so sometimes that is necessary. So just kudos to you. That's all I was going to say real quick. And then we went and got ice cream afterwards. It's lovely. That is true. Really good ice cream, too. Yeah, that's real scoop. Right it's by really Degrassi good. School. Yeah, six. we're we're little we're little Jimmy got uh, oh. shot. See? Yeah, right by the oh, six, dude. Drake. Oh. What's the ice cream oh, you'll, spot? You'll see it. What's the ice cream spot? Uh, it's real scoop, it's called. Real and scoop. what I was going to oh, say. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll take <laughs> yeah. Kelae. When, yeah. when, when. Yeah, when the government finally lets us out in 2026, <laughs> we'll all be together in Toronto. Eat I'll point cream. out actually. Uh, so here, here's a funny aside: is that the uh, the video for uh, what is it? Work or work, 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 work with uh, Rihanna and uh, Drake. Um, the place they filmed it is a place <laughs> called funny, the Real. You like <laughs> saying it but didn't sing it. Oh yeah, work, uh, work, work, yeah, work. <laughs> work, 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 work. Is uh, I believe those are the lyrics. Yes, is, uh, is real that, creative that is how with goes. the lyrics. <laughs> Is uh, good job, Riri. The real ahead. jerk where they film, but just uh, here's here's a funny little insight: 
is that Drake pretends to be like this boy, like, you know, from the Caribbean or like just like chilling in the culture and this and that. I know because I go there. I know the people and it's like it's in my blood. Like, that's where I go. Um, that basically they said one of the, the waitresses, I, I like real nice person said essentially it's like you know drake's trying to like big up the six like yeah man this is my spot she basically said something far ruder than this but i've never seen that boy in this place ever in my life oh, <laughs> but he's like trying to break you know what i mean he's like yo try like work like he's like chilling like like i'm a i'm a toronto man so i'm like no you're a rich kid is that where you grew you up on us? the other side of town was that did you take me there we actually probably ate there yeah because it's like one of the spots that yeah. i know like you know it's one of the uh, east end spots yeah but it's just so funny mike because he's trying to pretend like yo like I started from the bottom one now. I'm like, no, you're from Forest Hill. It's like, name a rich area in Sacramento. Um, I'm like, like, it's like Davis. It's like, you grew yeah, up yeah. in Davis. I'm like, you grew up in Davis, bro. Like, this food, it's too spicy for you. So this is a funny aside <laughs> on that. Like, you know, I, I, I get it. And that's why I was like, Rihanna dumped your ass because she's way too good for you. But that's another story. Dude, Omar, side note. What's I'm, up, Kyle? Do you still have that bruise from Untamed on your left pec, bro? Bro, let me show you. Bro. I no, saw no. it in the video. Let me, hold on. Let me, bro, bro what's going, oh, you do? Hold on. Yeah, right I thought you were joking. Bro, no, I saw so, it in the video. I'm like, bro, I remember what that. What you? The uh, no, fucking yoke or something, right? No, it was uh, so the, I didn't make oh, a, yeah, the, the, the Atlas stone, yeah. right? No, I think no. it was the yoke metal. He got pinched in a metal clasp, right? Yeah, they, no, completely. So what happened, Mike? Dude, that hurts my just thinking guy. about it again. Oh, no, Mike, it's, it's yeah. my it's my tough guy moment. You did, you ate it, dude. You're like, yeah, man, I'm good, dude. I was, I was like, like oh. I was like, bro, if that actually pinched him, that probably hurts really bad. That's something. <laughs> like, that probably hurts very so bad there, right now. <laughs> so no, no joke. It ripped off like a. P- it went all the way to whatever the layers of skin. Oh, yeah, and so it was bleeding, whatever. But I was yeah. trying to like lift the yoke, and it pinched it with 200 pounds. So it just sliced off that skin. But oh. that was that was that moment. Remember, like that was fine. I didn't give a shit about that. But remember, there's that guy at Untamed. Which we joked about. It's all oh, yeah. What's that? Fired like, you up. Fired you yeah, right up. Motivated in 2020. I've I've never seen him before. He's like, let's go, bitch. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I look more than you in every. As single... he revs his Ford Bronco, ready to run you over. Dude. As he benches like 315 at like. 250 pounds and i out bench him by 60 pounds like cool guy but i've never seen this guy i've never interacted with him before like untamed sick like it was just one of those things in the moment you know yeah dude that's crazy you still have that mark i can't believe like no, you're I, old yeah. your body just doesn't heal like I guess. it's eight months yeah it's uh yeah. so i'm the opposite of yeah. peter parker no no scars you you get a paper cut and you're bleeding for a decade <laughs> Oh, yeah, I did uh, have a buddy like uh, that. He had the thinnest skin. I don't know. Yeah. He didn't have like uh, the healing issue, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that is a thing. He just had the thinnest skin. Yeah. Like, and it felt different than human skin. Yeah. And then, no, like, Mike, I'm t- yeah. dog. I'm telling you, <laughs> shit. Re- I, I recover fast. Shit was like right down it. when I looked at it in the mirror. No, it it's wrong. all so it's a permanent scar. It's just like you know, you you get a huge gash. So it's going to be there. No better. You ever rub anything on it, dude? Whoa! Uh, you're, are you offering or something, bro? It looks like I now have a third nipple, so I'm like, I feel like it, it's it's a unique sign. You know what I'm saying? That is a questioner topic. You and I, Omar, has the yeah. best memory for some reason. I have a very poor Uh-oh. memory, but I do remember oh, we did a live you. podcast together with Jim yeah. in a past life, yeah. uh, and we talked yeah. about yeah. third yeah. nipples for some reason. Yeah. Oh, I think it was another 50% facts quote of mine because uh, I don't no, know the amazing. number. But I do believe no, yeah, that it's like yeah. 40% of people have a third nipple and they just wow. don't know it. Wow. Okay, we're going to need to look this up again for the rest. Because <laughs> I, all I said, lot. I mean, no disrespect. I said that's pretty damn high. <laughs> I think it, I think it's like 15%. Jim, 15? Fine. You're, you're probably fine. right. You said 15. Sorry. Our next, say, our next right. podcast is called Secret Third Nipple. <laughs> yeah. How many yeah. people now, keep have in mind, a so, third nipple? 
So I actually think it's pretty high, Mike. But the difference is people think a nipple would look like you know a third nipple would look no, like your like other two nipples. Or something. It's like a pimple. It's exactly. Yeah. It's like a pimple. Is what Should it looks like. I might have one. Then. I don't know, dude. It's more what common in like? no, exactly. I think I have one. After I brought it up, I have like a mole right here. I don't know. Uh, it's way yes. less common than both of us think. It's <laughs> it's uh, two hundred thousand of Americans. Oh no 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 no. No uh, what? Uh, What's the number? Yeah, just two hundred thousand Americans. So that's okay, like so it's less than one percent. Yeah, it's not okay. I think Kyle might have one because, like, one day in the past couple of weeks, triple lactation. He was no. Oh. Uh, uh, when the when, when the scissor lifts were still in the gym from the the guys who are working on the on the metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And Kyle goes behind one of the the scissor lifts to change his shirt. He was trying to hide his third nipple from us. he comes out in the middle of everyone nice. to change his shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's a good yeah. point, dude. I'm real proud one. of his hog, real nervous <laughs> of the three nipples. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. They're on to me. They say Zac Efron might have one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they they Google notable, they, notable people like you that have three nipples. Kyle and Zac Efron. They, they, there you go. They claim that he's got a dad bod now that he's gone like 10% bear mode. And Mark Wahlberg, they're pointing to. Hmm. Oh, my God. Hey, I, I just want to say long night, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just looking at nipples on Google. This Omar, dude. What are you, how do we get here? Omar, are you getting stronger over there or what, dude? <laughs> I don't think so. I saw you overhead some weight, though. I was just thinking of us being together again, and it just, like, really fired me up. You dude, know what I'm saying? It's going to be a good time. Yeah. You, uh, that was Lifetime PR. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, train up a little bit and kind of put a, put a, put a, put a mark, you know what I'm saying, like every year trying to get better mm-hmm. in some sort of way, and so getting stronger again in some capacity is cool. I have a brand new sweet-looking dumbbell set in our garage and uh, haven't touched them once. Nice. Yeah, fives to hundreds. Anything you could want to do, you could probably do, and I uh, have done nothing with them. So I, I honestly, if I was able to travel and it was safe, I mean, it would be cool to come down. I, mm-hmm. I want to be down when uh, – uh, what do you say? The grand opening. Can you say when it's going to happen? I know it's like no. up in there and like there's so many things. Yeah, no. No, we're just adjusting along the way. I think, um, you know, the apparel stuff might be for six weeks. Uh, we might be able to do an outdoor gym because we have our own parking lot, which is rare in downtown Sacramento or in any downtown area. We have our own parking lot, so we might be able to do some out outdoor action. I can't wait for you to see it. There's a huge outdoor in the back that's part of the yeah. building with – uh, overhang and so that could probably fit a couple squat racks we might set up and then we might tent off the the parking lot a little bit we have a huge parking lot um that might be a gym for now uh we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see what the world dictates us uh, yeah but we're definitely a couple weeks out yeah it's real cool though mike where i could say once again the uh, third street barbell is actually in the city of sacramento because here's the thing like yeah. we went and this is no shade uh, against alpha elite uh when we went there i had a long drive with a uh, uh, connor where he professed his love of wes anderson i was like i get it dude like we have to talk about we almost died still? in a rainstorm i told that uh, story like, the other week do you remember that what that, that car what? spun out in front of us on that rainstorm we almost died do you remember that wait wait us yeah we wait, got that where, shitty where rental we, car. I'm exhausted. I'm probably really grumpy. And then they give me a shit rental car. Uh, and but then, like, where are we? Uh, where are I we? think Austin to Houston Drive before Bucky's. Oh, right. This car yeah, flew off the yes. fucking road. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit, yeah it went flying. Shit, it went flying. And it's like the main freeway between Austin. Or there's two main freeways that go Austin to Houston. But this is one of them. But it turns into like a two-way or a one-way deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a smallish road. But you're out in the middle of nowhere. And the rain just, uh, someone turned the lights on. Like, it just started dumping. Damn. And this thing yep. went flying. Luckily, oh, we were a little ways back. We were all dead. 
So it was no, a two you're, lane? no, you're yeah, cool. Mike. You're actually oh. give you uh, some respect. You're a very good driver. You're Thank quite. You, you're sir. aware. What do they call it? Defensive driving or whatever. Yeah. I what all I wrote. So what what clouded that memory, uh, Mike? Is just the simple fact that I've never seen someone so excited like Connor when we entered Bucky's that you wouldn't. You wouldn't think that we just nearly died. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, myself and Mike, we kind of have that like pale look over our face. Where we're like, damn, dude, like that was close. Do you see how many smiles. different types of almonds they have, Omar? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, man. Can I buy you a cowboy hat? Like, Car just went off a cliff. They got Gatorweighted tweed different colors. Yeah, man. They have that everywhere. You know? Wait, they got the logo on a hat and a vest. <laughs> I'm like, we nearly died, dog. Do you realize this? It's like not registering for him. Oh Bucky's man, is, no, I, I, is a national treasure. There's very few yeah. things that I want to visit so many times, or I wish we right. had in California yeah. versus other states. California, I love it, but a Bucky's would no, really change cool. my life. And I'm like, what I was gonna say real quick is that uh, your gym is one of the few, truly one of the few gyms that an influencer or a YouTuber can claim is in the city they profess. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what I was gonna say. It's no shade about uh, Christian is like he wanted a lot of space and I get a real estate expense of blah, blah, blah. Alpha Elite, as an example, which is one of the premier kind of gyms that a YouTuber owns, is not even in Houston. It's like a suburb of sure. a suburb. Met, like you you name it down and i'm not so i'm not gonna put anyone on blast but like the eight or nine gyms a youtuber own uh, uh that they own they're all outside of the city so for third street to be in the city itself yeah, yeah. like it's legitimately in the city of sacramento i think it's super cool yeah yeah we're really excited too jim lives pretty close to it i live really close to it we both have obviously i think almost been jim jim's been here longer than me but i've been here 25 or 27 out of my 32 years and jim's been here more than half your life now huh mm. yeah we, mm. you know but it is your city yeah. it's your city yeah, yeah almost more than your hometown is yeah, at this we, point we've kyle's been... from here mm. uh connie's gonna adapt it whether adopt it whether he wants to or not um the airport's yeah. closed sacramento is unique you've been here and the last time you were here we got to see the city a little bit uh now that i live oh yeah but um yeah we're really excited about that fact too and same thing just another little psa for the world is like like mike what about untamed alan's my boy i'm a member there oh yeah and it's it's over yeah Yeah. it's over 15 miles away for the that's what people don't know is because the internet makes the world feel so small Mm. um it's like untamed sacramento why would you do that like bro he's 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 further than where I grew up from Sacramento, even like further up the freeway from the suburb I grew up in. Um, Is it technically North Highlands or? I think he might technically be Roseville. Oh, oh right really? there at the end of it, oh, okay. uh, or near. And, it. and like another thing is like, dude, the city's half a million people or whatever. Or yeah, more. more yeah. It's like. In, in terms of the uh, penetration percentage of you know the saturation for yeah. the market, we're talking less than point. It's like point one percent of the population. So I think. You can have two gyms coexist peacefully or 100%. honestly mutually benefit uh, mutually beneficial. I so. agree. I agree. And obviously I, I brought it up to Alan before I announced it anywhere and all that. And then also um, the fact, like you just said, like population here, I think it's it's a half a million in just like Sacramento proper. But we have suburbs that reach out. Literally now, if you drive to San Francisco, you don't go anywhere without a suburb next to you. There's suburbs yeah. from us yeah. to San Francisco, which is 65 miles away. Um but when you're talking about the style of gym we have too, you're talking about hundreds of members, not thousands of members, like a 24-hour fitness or something silly. Yeah. So um, I, I, I do yeah. think we can find ways to do cool things and um, just build up the city. I think it's just so random that that Alan and I even are the same age and grew up in the same city. Yeah. Even Matt Ogus, who now lives much further away, he lives even a suburb of a suburb of a suburb. But basically uh, same age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just a hair younger than us. Grew up the same. Mm-hmm. Like we all grew up within like 15 minutes of each other, which is really weird. Really weird. I think, I think Omar said it right, dude. I'm trying to penetrate the market. 
You are. Penetrate. That's what no, that's no, no, we, that yeah, we know you are. Here at 3SB, we're here to penetrate the market, Omar. We're here to penetrate all of our clients. Our market. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, I'm just trying to help that Tinder, pro- <laughs> Tinder profile. I know Kyle's thinking secretly in his head, man, wow, this has been an hour. I probably have 30, 40, 50 new ads. I got to like, I just got to decline them all though real quick. If you guys dude, don't I don't have any dating apps, man. Believe it or not, dude. He's too handsome. Because you don't need one. Them. I understand. Yeah. yeah. No. Weird. I, can't win. I can't win with you guys. No, all you do is win. We get it. You're handsome. <laughs> we get all it. That's what I deal with, Omar, every day. Hey, it's hard. Before before we go, uh, I'm like, can, I just, can Connor just come in here? Can I just see Connor for, for a second? He can do like, it. I don't know if frame, he's going to do it for you. A little like. Oh, he is pinned back, back here. He's going to work with the camera. He's got three computers. You know, there's like three buttons I got to press. Hang on. I can make it so that you can see him on the. Oh, you want to turn it? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. He's looking real good. Do you run? I, does Omar see the webcam then? The yeah, HD? Oh, that's fancy. Dude, these guys are so fancy. I don't even know what's going on in here. We're in Jim's house. I don't know if you knew that. That's like that's like that's like Jim. No. Yeah, yeah. You so, moved? Yes. No. Uh, so we we're not in that studio because the new studio oh, is going to be three SB. Oh no, dude. Uh, let me just say, sorry, real quick, Mike, because yeah. I know the old studio. Yeah. I couldn't tell, man. Yeah. This looks Jim great. Jim just moved the set into a loft in his house, uh, almost identical. Uh-huh. Him and I are on opposite sides, I think. But yeah, it's almost identical. Uh-huh. Whoa. <laughs> wow are you really gonna do me like that connor huh <laughs> that's messed up you just sent that all to twitch connor messed up bro yeah. messed up they can't see it dude he's in control of everything have you seen as much of him as you need to more than enough you know i i just want to hold that i hold that see that more malaise going on with connor i i sent him a message uh today uh kira kurosawa a message uh containing cinematic imagery and he hasn't even responded it's messed he, up dude anyways i'm done before or after you unfollowed him omar uh so well, we, that that's the jerry so, springer no, stuff go, we have no, to get no. into yeah so, yeah, no, omar. so, so that, yeah go ahead no let's go let's go into it so here's what happened here's what happened <laughs> jim just answer this question for me uh jim have i ever unfollowed you he's making a defense right now. no but i can tell no, you that right. that a couple about two and a half years ago when i disconnected from somebody a bunch of people who you were just like me. followers <laughs> on started to decide no. that, you know that they, they didn't want to follow me anymore mm. so no no just i would never do that not you you're a you're a true homie of mine, and I'm proud to call you a friend. Same idea with Mike. Uh, let me just say real quick. Uh, here's what happened. Yeah, Three I unfollowed Connor, but let's. Uh, so here's 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 really what happened. I got big leagued, and we could get into it. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's there's a little fighter called Uriah Faber. As Great soon term. as the guy messaged Connor, he's like, "Yes, Mr. Faber, I'll go and help you out." And I said, "Hey, Connor, would it be cool if you take some shirts for Rascal?" And he said, "Not a problem whatsoever, Omar." And then he left my ass on red. And so <laughs> took your money hurt. and ran. And he said, and he said, and he said, he basically said, fuck your shitty shirts. I'm working with <laughs> I'm a with big the superstar kid. now. Yeah. So it, it's kind of one of those kid. Shakespearean, it's almost one of those Shakespearean Greek tragedies, really, like uh, uh, Oedipus almost in nature <laughs> of, of doing something with, you know, your parents, where Connor fears most someone unfollowing him because like wow this guy big league me but he actually big league me first so he's committing <laughs> the sin that he hates the most where i was like hey connor like you took great photos which is a true story for right he was crushing with rascal then i sent him a message he just left my ass on red and then next thing i find out he moved on and upgraded to uriah Faber, which i get it like he didn't like any of the content that i made or he didn't really buy into it so it was a clear easy break for him so he's trying to be defensive mike and trying to act he's making it unsurprisingly all about him but he was the one that drew the first dagger so it's kind of one of those weird stories yeah do we have a rebuttal yeah. connor 
That sounds like a built-up I mean, story. I would like to air it out, but I don't want to put the third uh, party in. Uh-oh. Oh, there's other parties involved. Oh, there's another party oh this one has to happen off air. We got other parties oh, wow. involved. We got, Counseling. We got other pair. And what about Kyle? Does he have a follow now? No. Uh, he's had a follow oh, for a minute, bro. Oh, he's see? had it for a minute. Look at oh, that, wait, dude. No, he did the same thing to me, though. You're six five, sexy, oh, yeah. and useless, and you got an uh, Omar I follow. Send me something, dude. He want, said he was like, look, hey, man, I'm Kyle. a little emotional right now. That's why I had a hard time or something. I was like, yeah. okay, man. I, I, I totally said, uh, follow, follow. I, I said Similar basically trend. that I can't have these Goyles, uh, G-O-Y-L-S, looking on my Instagram, seeing this man's profile. I don't want to. I don't want to compete. Yeah, so I create. I, I created a cock and bull story about some emotional stuff. Me being, you know, that space reading negative stuff, and I was just trimming down the people I followed. It was really just the hot Goyles. Uh, you guys should go to Hollywood, man. Through. You guys should yeah. be actors. Yeah. Well, actors. We are very well, authentically actors. ourselves when we speak. If that's what you mean, then Omar yeah. needs to be an actor too, dude. You guys are really good at deceit. You know what I remember? Uh, uh, Kyle. I don't know if Kyle will admit to this or not. Not about me, but Kyle called Mike the two words he used, and I'm going to see if he denies it or not because I do seem to remember this. He called Mike a master. Do you remember what the other M word is, Kyle? Yeah, he calls uh, me this. Yeah, he calls me this every Master single day. Manipulator. Every, manipulator. That's what he calls me every day. I was <laughs> gonna go with Bader, but after he says I'm unlovable, he tells me how. Right. <laughs> it's like, all right, Jim, it starts with an M. Uh, Bader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I, even at my age, if someone says master, master to me, yeah. I, it's always Bader. You think Bader? Those are lucrative uh, bait and tackle shops named Master Bader. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I put up a meme that I got from the internet onto my story that was said paint shop, but the symbol of the P looked like a T. And I thought it was so apparent that it said taint shop <laughs> that I didn't have to say anything else. I could just put That's it up. That's the joke. Yeah. That I could just put it up and say, yeah, we've been painting the gym. But everyone, I got 100 DMs. Mike, you know that says taint. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know it says taint. I know. I'm well aware it says taint. That's the joke. Oh, shit, dude. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know that. I like, thought you took that photo. Oh, they did. And okay. it was like the worst yeah, looking yeah, paint yeah. shop. I would never yeah, go yeah, in that yeah, place. Yeah. It looked like a, yeah. like a nasty donut shop turned into bad. a paint shop. It was bad, dude. dude we got to get Omar over here and start painting, dude, and doing some rolling or something. Oh, he's man. ready. Wish, Look at him. Dude. I'm, I'm ready to do the work, man. I, I'm trying to trim up anyways, you know? And then we could have we could have the big kind of Doctor Phil moment of me and Connor airing our grievances yeah. out. Yeah, and, and that you know it's 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 kind of like that time you know your your dad's supposed to come to your baseball practice and he doesn't show up. Like I did I did him dirty like that. Yeah. So it, I, I think that. it'll be. But you show up yeah, to his it, birthday party with uh, Ken Griffey Jr. The wrong gift. The wrong. Oh, yeah, oh, the, the wrong. No, the wrong, but, gift. The wrong <laughs> no, but the wrong gift. I was like, hey, hey, son, heard you wanted this video game console, and I'm giving him, you know, Super Nintendo, but he wanted a Sega Genesis. So I just can't. I could never get it right. He's a difficult and kid. That, and that angst and that angst will fuel him to make, you know, uh, dramatic, excellent films in the future. True. That no one will watch, but there will be. Excellent, nonetheless. And then you're going to come back like, hey, it's me, your father, we'll boy too. <laughs> so it's, it's right. you're doing it for the betterment of him, basically. You're like, hey, I'm only hurting you now, so you're successful I'm in the future. I'm scarring him. I'm emotionally <laughs> scarring him, so it gives him a reason to push forward and prove me wrong. Okay. You understand, Kyle, how it works. Is that yeah. parenting technique? How, how On a scale of 1 to 10, how good is that? Well, I would call it massive mani uh, manipulation. Um, <laughs> so manipulation, yeah. is it a good parenting tactic, you think? If, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's a net positive, I would say yeah. <laughs> how do you know it's a net positive, though? Because he's going to go yeah. down in history how do you know that? with movies. Yeah. Michael, bro, do let you me know just, how smart me, me and Omar are? We know these things. I'm hurting you now, you'll be better names. in the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Michael Jordan, his father yeah. did that. Jerry Rice, 
Um, sometimes tough love creates a schism in one's heart that is irreplaceable. It can never be fixed. And that fracture moves you and compels you forward to always seek that love or that art or that meaning in anything you do. A man with no traumas and no obstacles in his life cannot relate to emotion and then not comport then cannot portray it in film form. I like mm-hmm. how you picked out Jerry Rice and you know Michael Jordan. Obviously phenomenal athletes, best in the world at their sport pretty much, you yeah. know. Uh what about the other millions that just that have that shit that dads to <laughs> and they have shit dads and they have a terrible life. <laughs> they didn't become Jerry Rice, Omar, you know? I don't yeah, have to pick hey. two people in the world. I can go down the street and find them right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so. what I'm saying. Look, <laughs> <That's> my, Michael, <laughs> Yeah. My, uh-huh. Yeah. My goals my goal is never to be helpful. It's uh maybe to be hurtful, question mark, you know. <laughs> but but to make you question yourself in some sort of capacity. Yeah. Success. I think you hit it. Thank so you. Question Thank yourself. You. Okay. Okay. Well on that note, so, so we still have time to talk bullshit after we're uh yeah. live. Um where Woo! can people find you, Omar? Plug other away, than in buddy. Toronto. Yeah. Thank yeah, uh, Jim, thank you so much for asking me that, my man. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. You can find me at Third Street Bearbell. You can find me at fifty percent facts. Um you you can't follow me at uh Connor O'Real. Um that's not a place you want to follow me on. But uh, Jim McD is definitely a place that you can find me on. I've mm-hmm. appeared on the IG story there. So that uh, Silent Mike with two Ks. Good spot. Um, Great content. And and then and then if you're just looking, it's like late at night. It's like a long night, huh? And you're kind of looking to explore different options. Maybe this Tinder profile called Kale Bro. Um, it just says like personality says I'm six five is yeah. what it says. If you want it some ideas, genetics. I forgot you were there with that yeah. uh, long night. I forgot you were. Uh, were we riding bikes around? We were. No, that yeah, was the you beer nearly cart, died. Right? Yeah. 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 No, Ca- Connor good. said, oh, "Save yeah. me." I think he whispered. Kyle, that is really good. <laughs> Kyle, she loved it, Kyle's, dude. Kyle's number one line to us. <laughs> she loved it too. Long She's night. Like, huh? Dropped her phone. She's like, "It's been quite a long night." Yes, it has. Hey, Connor. Connor, with the quick question, my man. If you said that exact line, right? So the exact way Why that Kyle do said this? it. Like, like, <laughs> do you think you would just yes or no? Do you think you or anyone else would have got the same response? Same line. If you said it the same way, just out of curiosity, Connor. what's that you see what kyle did is he made her interact with her when she was minding her own business no she was bored dude so i think probably brighter day uh running up go on connor i'm listening yeah her face with a we did not go in her face uh saying anything she didn't have a mustache to respond so yeah, right. I don't think anyone. Oh, no, she was happy about it. She was happy about yeah. it. We it's drove classic, high. But... She's on the left. Yeah. I'm like, long night, huh? And then <laughs> she like was on her phone, Great dropped opener. her phone, and looked up and like smiled. Was like, oh yeah, like whatever. Gave me some bullshit yeah. response, but yeah. the classic. So we can't wait up for we can't wait for Kyle's uh, pickup class that's going to be uh, debuting only at Third Street Barbell every Sunday. Um, every yeah. Sunday, it's not going to be a good class. How to find a lover? It's going to be a bad class. You don't want to show up. Very bad. I'll be there. <laughs> Can you want to actually plug your shit? Like, I don't. Dude, I want to plug you guys. I mean, I'm, <laughs> you, I, you literally I plug an imaginary fucking Tinder profile. Uh, uh, it's it was imaginary yeah, before, good... but he just spoken yeah, into his ex- existence. It's there now, dude. It's there. Yeah. Rascal Apparel, Iron yeah, Culture. I'll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omar you know off on YouTube. Yeah. Which of the I videos guess. are back? Videos they are, are back. back. Yeah, See? yeah, See? they are back. Are they? Dude, that's crazy. No, I am. I am bummed out that I won't be able to. Pro- like honestly, because I looked and it said that uh, 
I think travel to America at least till August 21st. They keep updating it, yeah, honestly. Um, it probably it's probably not going to happen, so I'm a little bummed out. I'm not going to be able to see the grand opening, but maybe I'll uh, I'll, I'll phone in a, a shitty live like webcam style. You know, we'll be like real video. I'm like, hey, got it, uh, real, got to be uh, like you know. So we'll, we'll probably be doing a, a soft opening. That's probably maybe outside because our stuff's all even worse than Toronto, obviously. Right. So we'll probably do a right. soft opening, then we'll do a big boy one and have you. I'll be there the for homies. the hard opening, yeah. not the soft opening. I, yeah, we only like Omar hard. So, so I will say my my five year old grandson <clears throat> who lives in in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yeah, discovered the other day that they are likely not coming here for Christmas and had a complete meltdown about it. And and you are Aww. you are so calm and reserved. <laughs> over missing our 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 grand opening. He wants you to cry know. for us. I want ice, see, ice chill, bro. So I want like, a little after, emotion. I want a little. Oh, okay. He's like, oh shoot. No, Jim. It makes that look. After myself and Mike nearly died, and <laughs> Connor was completely. He's like Bucky's. He's like, can I? He's like, <laughs> can we get Slurpees? <laughs> like, we nearly died, Connor. We want to just reflect on this for a second. We just podcasted for twenty four hours and twelve hours. I know. We we heard about the anal fisting tent in uh, uh what do you call it? What was that place? Uh, hey, dude, Kyle, man. we didn't bring it up, bro. At Burning Man, Burning Man, we're like, hey, we knew that's when we knew we were out. They're like, huh, you want a sponsorship, huh? And I was like, probably not. It's <laughs> <laughs> the initiation. Hey, real real quick, because I know you guys got to go. I still have it, and that's totally fine. But you know how they're like, yeah, we'll cop your flight or whatever. As soon as they found out I'm coming from Canada, I've never been reimbursed for that flight. That was like fifteen hundred bucks, but it is what it is. <laughs> And that's today's tea, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That's the tea. Oh, I got so much tea, yeah. Thank you for having me on this Funny. podcast. Always a pleasure. I like yeah. this dynamic now trio. Keep 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 this tall guy. I think it's going to expand the, the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can be busy once we open, though. I don't know what we're going to do. Yep. Oh, he... Yeah. Oh, I know this guy. He's got to clean yeah. bathrooms and... Yeah, shit scrubber. Kyle the shit scrubber. Yeah. That's his official title. He yeah. wanted like general manager or something like that. I said, nah, shit scrubber will start. We'll start there. Yeah, yeah you know, Kyle has a lot of like different that. skill sets, <laughs> but probably the best one for him would just be that smooth, welcoming face when you enter Third Street. Where That's it's like, it. I finally feel at home. That's you it. know? Yeah, Walmart yeah. really made that like not a good thing, like the Walmart welcome. The greeter. Right. Yeah, the greeter. But we, our greet is going to be a little like different. Them, They're kind of nice. Now, the Walmart ones and the Home Depot ones, they suck. They're disingenuous, the, but the, you're going to elevate yeah, yeah, yeah. what it means oh, yeah. to be a greeter. I, yeah, I heard okay. that uh, Connor wanted you to basically sorry. hug everyone that entered. Yeah. But I heard he only said that because he wanted to constantly enter the gym. Like, he just enter the next He's doing laps around the gym. building. <laughs> trying to get as many hugs as he can. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. I guess you got to hug me again. You read the protocol and that. You got to hug me one more time. <laughs> I believe I'm entitled to a free hug. And Kyle's like, all right, bro. Like, here we go. Like, dude, yeah. I have calluses on my nipples for hugging you, Connor. Can you chill? <laughs> hey, that's our policy, dude. I, you have to hug my Hug. Every person. free hugs, free smiles, dude. Uh, oh my god. Oh, man. Manager would be cake. <laughs> Plenty of cake. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, ratings and review. Appreciate you. Every Wednesday, check out Omar Rascal. He's gonna be in town. I don't know when the world will let him, but September e, October e, we're gonna podcast again. Bunch of content on his channel, uh YouTube, Omar, Esoff, I believe. Uh all the information you want, nutrition, lifting, and iron core. And learn some amazing things about not only the history, uh, but current science, evidence-based facts on fitness. And I'm Sal Mike, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere you want to find me. I am at DJ McD and all the social media as follows. Show on Instagram, where on uh, 50% facts, where f- percent 
is a word, and 50 is just numbers, and the website website is the same, and we'll talk to you next week.